Greetings, nerds. This is Tina Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. It feels weird recording on a Wednesday. It's been a long time since we've done this. It's, I, it just doesn't feel like a Wednesday. It feels like a Thursday, and the week is completely off for a lot of different reasons. But, yeah, it's just weird. It's been a strange day. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can I can see how. I mean, it's, I've been feeling like that this week as well. It just seems like everything is just, like, out of kilter. I don't know if it's, like, where where in the calendar things just kind of, like, got weird for me. But it's definitely been one of those things where I feel like, like you, I feel like it's a day ahead than what it actually is. Yeah, definitely a day ahead. But um, tonight we do finally get to talk about the Batman in the later half of the show. Um, And then I don't, like, you've thrown me so much because you were trying to avoid a production meeting (laughs) (laughs) recording that I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll just start quickly with Superman and Lois because, um... They did drop a brand new episode, which is basically titled Two Kryptonian Brothers and Other <laughs> <laughs> It should have been titled that, I think, yeah, for sure. So what were your thoughts on this episode, Will? <laughs> yeah, so, wow. Um, it was, um, I, it was, I liked it. I mean, it was a... Solid, solid episode for them. I mean, again, they're they're going to be taking a, a one week break this month, uh, so they're off next week. But then it will be back uh, March twenty second. But uh, you know, for for a I guess for lack of a better term, mid season finale, I, you know, it, it it definitely closed out some arcs uh, and then really opened up some some very interesting story possibilities with uh, who the real, who the real big bag of bad of the season is. I hate CW breaks. Like they have the worst scheduling ever. They need to fire whoever does the scheduling. Like it's, it's getting ridiculous. Um, It shouldn't surprise me at this rate with the amount of CW shows we cover and have been dealing with this. But I mean, if I was a writer I would just be like, I want to know when these episodes are being scheduled sooner yeah. than later. Yeah. Um, with that being said, there are worse ways this this could have ended for me. It, they could have pulled what they did with Batwoman with that, what felt like a lot of momentum. And then, oh, wait, we're going away for two weeks and then going to drop the last two episodes. It's like, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. thank that's goodness. A, that's a that. long yeah. way. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I think while I was watching this episode, I had somewhat of an, of an epiphany, mm. if you will. I, um, and maybe it's because, um, in, in addition to watching this episode and catching up on a few other shows in my rotation, I also have been cramming in reviews of the Batman, um, just trying to make sure I understand everything that happened and all of the plot points. But I am, um, and so I was watching Superman and Lois, and I was just thinking to myself, you know what? I feel like Superman and Lois, out of all of these DC shows, we spend a lot of talking, we spend a lot of talk about fathers and sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in this show, I feel like we spend way more time with the moms, <laughs> way yeah. more times with the moms. And it just, there's, I would call it, there's like, this show, this the show is very different than iterations we've seen of these characters before because I think there is this maternal aspect of it that we really haven't seen not only in Superman but also in pretty much majority of the DC or if not even Marvel mm-hmm. um, franchises and um it it just was because they spent so much time in um the fortress of solitude with um with the mom who were which is a uh, a character that we're often used to seeing as the father or the grandfather if you will Mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm. so that's that was one of my takeaways um and i mean this it's just another solid entry into this season 
Yeah, yeah. I, you're, you're right. I mean, I think, you know, we, we talked about this with the show last season, uh, just the, the strong presence of Lois. And we we see it even more so this season, you know, like this episode, you're right. It really, the three focal points really did center on the moms in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Lois trying to hold everything together in Smallville because Clark is been captured by Anderson and 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 taken away to the uh, prison with me with Talro. Uh, we had Lana and her ongoing struggles with the fallout from the her kicking Cal out due to the affair. Mm-hmm. And and then we had um, Superman's mother. Mm-hmm. And and helping, you know, trying to help both Clark and Tall relate to Bizarro, and 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 ended up safe, you know, having a very pivotal point when when Anderson did break into Tall's uh, Fortress of Solitude, right. and, and and really helping to help to save save the day in some regards with uh, with at least saving Clark because you know because that was definitely a situation where um, you know Anderson definitely had the upper hand on both the two sons mm-hmm. yeah definitely I mean I think so far the build up with Anderson has been good and this is a first for me. I almost wish they had waited another episode for mm-hmm. him to go real rogue. Um, I just felt like it was, I mean, we have had a few scenes, especially in last week's episode, where he's getting the pressure from above him to mm-hmm. do good and and make nice with Soups. Um, but for some reason, he just has this idea that Soups is on another team. Um and then he just goes completely rogue and ruins his entire career. He he pulls um I forget the character's name from Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the US US agent. Yeah, he pulls one of a US agent on them yeah. all. And, yeah. But I mean, even with all of that stuff, all of that action, you also just have this um this isn't a good segue at all. Um, but this whole thing going on with um, Lois just at at home, because she can't do anything about the Kryptonians, but she can definitely discipline her son, mm-hmm. who Jonathan got in trouble, the lies out, everything's exposed, but he's, it looks like he's willing to take the fall for his girlfriend. Um, yeah. did, they, did they close the loop on that or no? No, no, he is still, and but it's yeah. I know you're saying it's not a you're having a difficult segue, but I think you actually had a perfect one there with the, from Anderson to to Jonathan because they're both taking the XK, mm-hmm. and 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 it's both of them are doing it out of you know, different a, a similar motivation of wanting to be better, right, and and then. And, and being able to um, hold their own in, in the world, Anderson, in the sense that you know he doesn't trust Clark, so he's like, okay. At first, he used obviously he used the uh, XK to to build his own super super men, super mm-hmm. soldiers, mm-hmm. and then of course Jonathan uh, taking it to, so he could be the star quarterback uh, on the football team. But um, you know, just but you know. I love the way they have set this up, especially when when you know when Clark learns about, learned about what happened when he finally did get released, and and you know and, and of course he had the very stern Papa talk <laughs> after 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 what Lois had done with Jonathan, uh, you know Clark pretty much didn't have. Clark didn't have really much to do at that point other than just show up and just look stern. <laughs> and yeah. that's, I mean, because Lois just just flat out was like, you know, 
all but all but kicked him out of the house and pretty much would have but you know i think if if, if but she had some other things she had to just take care you know take care of at that point yeah but ironically yeah. i think that lois is more scary than clark to the boys <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh yeah mom mom you know we all know moms you never want to you know dad you can like yeah. No, that, that's not true for everyone. Though. That's definitely <laughs> that was not true for me growing up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. For everyone. <laughs> true. True. Uh, well, I guess you know. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can go either way. But you know. But you know, there's one parent. You know, you know which parent that will give you the break, and there's the parent that may be quiet, but then once they explode, then you know, watch out. So, yeah, so it seems maybe in this in this household, maybe Lois is the one that blows up, but you know, but maybe Clark's the one that you know they're afraid of, but when when Lois gets like loses her shit, then they know they really effed up. Right. Definitely. Uh, speaking about households, we kind of get a tease that um, is it Carl? Is, is that Edge's real name? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tall Rogue. Yeah. Tall Rogue. I'm just going to call him Edge because I think that's yeah. a better name. And I'm tired of like all the Cal, 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 yeah. like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we we get this idea that Edge has a wife who yep. tried to kill Bizarro Superman in the other world. So that can only mean, no, it can't. I'm sure there's other people it could be. But I, my first guess is Allie, of course. So my first guess when I heard that, I thought it was Lana. That would be hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Because, and the reason why, because she, whenever she, whenever we got that scene of Bizarro fighting in the uh, prison, mm-hmm. uh, she had the crest of the House of Rope. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I thought it was Lana. Okay. But I like Ali, too. You I mean, know? Actually, now that I think about it, it could be Lana, too, because there was that weird... He had a thing for her back mm-hmm. in season one. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. Like, it didn't go too far with that, but... Yeah. Yeah, there was... So, so maybe, I mean, but... You never know. I, I mean, overall, um, just a good episode. Yeah. Um, it helped kind of kind of again it's all about momentum mm-hmm. and this show has a way to keep momentum going while closing up things or tying things up and just pushing forward with where they want to take these characters um this year yeah yeah so. yeah I, yeah it was it was a solid episode uh you know getting this one last thought about jonathan i'm with him Taking the fall for his for his girlfriend, and I, I just can't help but think that if the situation were reversed, she'd be like singing like a canary. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, oh, absolutely, that yeah. relationship is doomed. And yeah. I I wonder if we're gonna see any withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sure we will. I, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. And. Yeah. Yeah, and then also this relationships too is just you know Sarah and 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 Jordan and uh, we 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 finally do meet the girl from from summer camp that she right. kissed. Yeah, so I thought that was a nice little touch that they, you know, brought that back into brought you know inter- introduced her to us formally in the, in this episode, and and yeah, I thought that was a nice way of of you know. I don't think they'll. I don't think it's gonna, you know, be kind of any kind of love triangle or anything like that. I mean, I think Sarah and and, and Jordan will will have other uh, other issues come up, or, or maybe it will. Maybe it will re reopens that that wound that that. Um, it will. It, yeah. It that. Will. Yeah. So I mean, not that I they're, think about it. Yeah. They're likely to break up by the end of the season, and that mm-hmm. means that there's going to be a new love triangle next season. Yeah. Yeah. Between two brothers, if you will. <laughs> hey, uh, I, I yeah. just I think it's very interesting how both the boys right now tied up with these other girls. Very likely, they're not going to be with either one of them by the end of the season. 
And there, like the first season, there were some hints there that there could be some jealousy and rivalry because Sarah is a friend to both of them. So yeah, yeah, I'm so glad they haven't gone that route, and I I would be disappointed, honestly, if they went that way this at this juncture. Right. I I think it 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 depends on what happens. Mm-hmm. Like it's and love triangles are annoying, but um. Sometimes they work so well. Yeah, yeah. Like, it really, it depends on the speed. Like, just going back to Batwoman, the whole Sophie and Ryan thing, we knew that was going to come. But this season, they just, like, went all in very quickly. And there was no build. And so they they can't do that if they're going to do this love triangle. Because you have to like both relationships. And mm-hmm. so you, as a viewer, have to be just as torn as that single point in it yeah Um, so but i don't know and maybe it's just because i feel like some of the producers were talking about that like even the before the show aired Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and that's what has been i'm like i'm just waiting for you to play that card i feel like you have it and you're setting up some pieces but i'm just waiting for you yeah yeah um i don't and and i guess if you had asked me last season, I would be like, I would be so mad that they're going to do this. But, I mean, we're looking at maybe happening in season three. That's a, that's a, you're, you're starting yeah. to get momentum into the show. So, and for all I know, it could take even to season four to do it. I just, I think that there's a strong likelihood of it happening at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, maybe I, I, I disagree with you. I, I, I don't think they're going to go there. Uh, so, but we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Um, I did skip over one news item that dropped today, if you will. So we weren't even planning about talking about this or making a return to this universe. But the teaser trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi did drop along with some photos. Um, both of us have seen it. I just got one question. I just yeah. have one question because between all the star wars stuff all the dune and just like these futuristic in another world type things what's with all the fucking sand (laughs) i'm just tired of just seeing these landscapes filled with sand i'm like oh okay so why can't we like shoot this in a more beautiful world yeah like why why does it always have to be in the desert i think why we'll desert yeah well if, if i recall obi-wan if i recall it's only going to be six episodes so i think we you know i think we will get set up on tatooine i mean obviously we saw that in the trailer and so you know obviously he's he's over he's keeping an eye on luke and we, we you know they went ahead and dropped dropped this a uh, little uh scene of, of luke playing it you know, playing at Aunt and Uncle's farm. So, we'll, you know, we'll also have some moments on Tatooine. Uh, but I I have to feel that at, at this juncture, especially after Boba Fett, we, this series will probably spend more time off-world and other places than, than we'll be playing in the sand. See, I don't know. I think it's going to be 50-50. I think there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of sand. And it just mm. can't bother me because that was what bothered me about Boba Fett. Mandalorian had a lot of sand too, especially in the first season, not so yeah. much in the second season. We actually saw an ice planet at one yeah. point. Yeah. I'm like, well, hell. Yeah. There are well, other Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are. There are. At least at least we yeah, yeah. Because I mean basically we get sand. In Star Wars, you got basically three different you know, you got sand, ice, and jungle. <laughs> That's about it. That's like all the worlds. You don't have like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You don't. I get, just, I just wanted. And, to oh yeah, and Coruscant. There. Yeah, no, and in Coruscant, you have one city. Yeah, a city, a city yeah. planet. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, all of these teasers for these Star Wars Disney Plus shows, Star Wars movies, they always visually look the same, especially within the last decade. Um. For some reason, my mind always, always goes to Rogue One trailer. 
whenever mm. I see these, whether it was Mandalorian, whether it was Boba Fett, or whether it was now Obi-Wan, like that's where my mind goes. Yeah. Um, because that was a beautiful trailer and there was something very raw about that. And I and I, I mean this this is just following suit. Um I I'm I'm excited about this show. I I think that there's a lot that can be told. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think I need to see a single another trailer um, because trailers ruin things for people. And we will talk about that in just a few minutes. But yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I hear you. I mean, I will say this and not agree with you on trailers. Uh, you know, sometimes less is uh, you don't need to like show like everything but also trailers have a way of being deceptive so but i will say that i i did start watching star wars rebels and i will have to say that whenever i saw the inquisitor the grand inquisitor like show up on screen it definitely hit different than than it would have if i hadn't watched rebels because like now i have better context for for what we will what we will probably see in this upcoming series. And, and I guess just overall, you know, I think with the, with the new star Wars and, you know, in particular with Filoni and uh, his involvement with the, with these new, new shows that are part of this universe, uh, I'm really seeing how they're pulling, really pulling all those threads with some of those animated, with the animated series shows into the live action. So, um, yeah, so that 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 was that was my other big takeaway from the trailer. Why I was just like, "Wow, okay, this is this is pretty exciting." Yeah, it, I mean, Filoni is becoming, if not is, the Feige of the Star Wars universe. Where from all of the people who have shown up over the course of two point five Mandalorian seasons, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I I just. I mean, they're all callbacks to characters who has appeared mm-hmm. in his world or in the world. And so it's just, I, I think fi- what we're noticing is like, no, there is there is a one person with a clear vision of how this is all supposed to go together, yeah. which the which allows viewers to build this idea of what this world is and have consistency in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not thrown a different director with each movie and you're like, like that's what fell apart with the original or the latest trilogy is like, yeah, yeah. Had a lot of different visions, same story, went in a lot of weird places. So you, you need one person at the helm, especially yeah. if you're d- delving into narratives that are supposed to go off and um, tell new stories, even though they all seem to circle back to the same one. Just yep. saying, Boba Fett <laughs> kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. And but I am and have been excited. I I will say, out of the two projects, I've always been more on board with Obi Wan than I have with Boba Fett. So oh, yeah. same here. Same I here. I just I think this is gonna be fun. Yeah. And looking forward to it. Just chill on the sand, okay? Like like. I live in Alaska, okay? I should be <laughs> excited to see sand. I'm really not. I'm actually bored. Well, at least if you see sand, at least have a beach with it, right? <laughs> like, maybe. I don't know. There's just something. As, I'm tired of all of these. Oh, it's such a beautiful movie. I'm like, 90% of it, we were just looking at a desert. How is yeah. that? <laughs> like, come on. Um, Man. All right. Well, on that note, we will finally get to talk about the the big movie, the big Batman, and all of his things. Um, but it's funny, because with this opening weekend of the show, we or this movie, we have um, all of these announcements about sudden, and I know, surprise, we're talking about the DCEU. Yep. <laughs> Black Adam is never going to premiere, guys. Just get on board. <laughs> <laughs> we continue to have date changes. Um, and and so when was the Black Adam supposed to drop? It was supposed to drop in the July, but now DC Super Pets is going to take that spot. And meanwhile, Black Adam got pushed 
to October 21, 2022. Yep. Very odd for that movie to get pushed in the fall. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to have a similar reaction to the Eternals now. Um, But, and then the Flash, another movie I never think is actually happening, has been moved from November 4th to June 23rd. Aquaman 2. Yeah, of 2020. Yeah, you left out the important part. 2023. (laughs) 2020. Yeah. June 23, 2023. Yeah. June 23. Yeah. Again, people, like, when Sarah says things are not happening, like... They they never disappoint me. Yep. <laughs> you just consistent. have to lose faith in the DCEU, and then maybe it'll live up to expectations. But just yep. lose all faith. Yep. Um, and then Aquaman, which I know we're all like direly anticipating because when the when the when did Aquaman drop? Oh, it was like uh, 2018. 2017. I think it was like 2018. I think tw- yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, so most people have forgotten about him, which only means that Aquaman 2 is going to feature a lot of flashbacks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And so when when is Aquaman 2 coming? Uh, now it's coming. It's going, it's, it was originally supposed to be December 16, but now it's going to March 17 of 2023. So... Place your bets now. Which one will premiere first, The Flash or Aquaman 2? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, man. But and the then, funny thing about it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say the funny yeah. thing about it. What I, what, the funny thing about it, it's like all this news drops. And, you know, when I saw the Batman this weekend, they had the, the they had attached to the trailer the all this great stuff happening in 2022 with the DC universe. I'm like, uh, Warner, and really? Clips from the movie that you're just about to watch, which pisses me off, always bothers me. I'm like, we're we're here, we yeah. want to watch this. Like, why are you showing me things that I'm just about to spend three hours? Like, come on. Yep. Um. And then the the other one, and and I don't think I've ever thought that Shazam two was not going to happen. It it's been also a while since we've seen Shazam. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one actually got moved up, surprisingly. Yeah. And so now it will be our DCEU Christmas gift because, you know, sequels from DCEU that occur during the holiday season have never failed. Wonder Woman 2. <laughs> but, you know, this one, I, I, I remember liking Shazam. I've never rewatched the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember overall just having a good time with it. And yeah, I did too. So, and it's a good family movie, so I can see why they're also targeting yeah. um, time of year. So. Yep, yep. So it's coming now. So it moves to Aquaman's original spot, which was December 16th of, of this year. So. All right, well. Everybody got that? Anxiously waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and just, just here you go. Just talk about. How much you love the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I love this film. I I unapologetically will put that out there. I and I love this film. I'm I, I'm like trying to figure out when can I go see this thing again. Yeah. So. Yeah. That that was as soon as you sent me that DM, I was like, Yeah, we'll we'll love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not it's a rarity where he says when can I see this movie? It's only three hours long. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, I keep harping on that um, runtime. I, to me, the movie actually was paced fairly well. I don't think it's a bad thing that it was three hours. I don't nope. think it needed to be three hours. Hell no. But it, it's what it is. It's, it's a movie they needed to make. And then this way we don't have to have a four and a half hour director's cut. Right? Right? Right. <laughs> Right. But here's the thing. And I, I got, you know, that 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 whole runtime thing, I I'm not going to spend any really much time on it other than I agree with you that pacing wise, it was paced very well. I didn't feel like I I mean, there's been two hour films where I'm like, I'm looking at my watch, like, hurry up and get the hell over because I'm ready to move on. 
this film, I I was so like in that universe. I when it ended, I was like, oh, I mean, so you know, I think that's just a crutch that a lot of like critics and people and we're reviews have been putting out there and stuff. Mm-hmm. But for me, I yeah, I, you know, tell me what you would have cut because the way like your to your point, it the story that they told needed overall needed. If you're taking one of those pieces away, then it, it would have like undermined the overall arc of the film. Like, I don't think it's about taking away plot points. I think it's more about taking away. Let's not watch this person walk 15 million steps. <laughs> like, well, I mean, but let's. Uh, let's yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, again, I, I was. I, I, again, I guess it's just per- preference or just. Again, like I said, I think that's just when people put that out there. It's just, just you're 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 nitpicking for the sake of nitpicking at that point. Right, right. Um. So so I um. This is a good movie. There isn't anything necessarily outrageously egregious about it. Um. I unlike Will did not get lost in it because I just spent the entire movie being like. Okay, I've seen this in the trailer. I've seen this in the no. trailer. This is what's okay. Mm-hmm. I I didn't I for some reason and I looking back at it and granted it's been twenty four like twenty four hours ago I was in the movie theater watching this thing, um, but I coming out of it I kept thinking about Spider Man because I had a similar issue going into Spider Man No Way Home, mm-hmm. where I felt like the trailers gave away so much, but. For whatever reason, I got lost in that story where I actually was fine with what the trailers did. But mm-hmm. for for something in for, for the Batman, I couldn't I didn't get that far lost in it. And maybe it's because it was a mystery the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't it. Like, like again, there's nothing wrong with this movie. I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm less excited over it than Willis. I was less blown away in it. It's the only reason why I spent all day today thinking about it is because we were going to record. If we weren't going to record, I probably would have moved on really quickly, mm. which is a very different reaction than I had coming out of the Dark Knight. Mm, mm. See, I. I... So I'm trying to take myself back to the time when I watched The Dark Knight, when I watched it in theater. You don't have to. Yeah, no. Well, like, yeah, or, I, or even just watching, even just rewatching it. I mean, you know, for me, with these bat films, with, with Dark Knight, and and, and I know I'm trying to uh, guard against recency bias with 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 the with this version of the Batman. Mm-hmm. But I still, but for me, uh, you know. My initial reaction was it was right there with it with Dark Knight with me. Yeah, it's close. I mean, it really, and I think, I think and maybe that's why I had a problem. It's almost too close. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it, and it's funny about the trailer, and you know, we talk, you know, about the discussion about the trailer and trailers and what they showed and and all, and and but I think what. The, the mystery and the detective story for me as a fan of someone who's of the, the comic and all and, and you know we've always had the the whole thing about you know he's you know world's greatest detective and all that kind of stuff I think what was what was why this felt so fresh and good to me was because it it was a a, a a fresh story and if and, and we didn't fall in the the you know what we've seen in media before with with, with batman i mean we've you know the, when i think back to like the, the nolan trilogy which you know which is you know right there you know basically it's like the nolan trilogy and, and this and 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 i've and I'm, over time i've grown to appreciate batman 89 more um so i would have to say you know you know, these are like these. These are like in my top five as far as live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 
be the world's greatest detective because I, I keep hearing people say that coming out of this movie, especially people who like it, who said we finally got Detective Batman, which I, I agree. He did yeah. he did more detective work. However, there's another character by the name of Alfred who was doing a lot of key deciphering. Well, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> but that's a part, lot of hints. Yeah, well, there's that, too. I mean, I mean, that's that's that that that. Bruce and and he really didn't solve. He solved one of the riddles, but at the end, he was too late to really see the bigger picture of right. bigger plan. So he he like I just I think it's it's not. I think by the end of this trilogy, he'll be the world's greatest detective. Yeah, but I don't think like coming out of the gate. No, that's a fair thing to say because he but, he he didn't do that much. No, and, I, and, that, and that's that's my point. Mm-hmm. Because you know when we see the Nolan trilogy, he was—I mean, from from begins, you know—he went off his training, and 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 we, you know, we see it begins. We we see some of the detective things there, but I feel like I feel like it, with Batman Begins, we get he gets the his fighting and everything was accelerated in that trilogy then you know catching him here in year two and we're and we're seeing the you know we're seeing the 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 next day after i guess batman begins where you know he he he's still still refining those those points that you know by the time we see him in batman 89 we, uh, you know, we, I think we do, we get the full realized version of, of Batman because, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, Batman 89, because everybody, you know, thinks about Keaton where, you know, he nails, Keaton nails Bruce Wayne. And I will say to some degree, Christian Bell does as well when mm-hmm. we see him and, in, in the dark Knight and, and even in rises, mm-hmm. um, here we, 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 you know, we're getting sort of the, you know, edges of year one Batman that we see in Batman Begins, and in Bat, you know, because even even then, we think back to Batman Begins. Alfred tells Bruce, "Hey, you know, have you know, you need to live a little <laughs> to mm-hmm. to keep up this keep. You know, you can't be all work all the time." And you know, so now we're in year two. You know, we're we're I guess we're kind of you know we're 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 still he still hasn't figured out how to make all that happen. So by the time we see him in you know in, in Dark Knight, you know he, he's he's figured out how to do that 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 the Playboy persona, but also uh, you know continue the the raw Batman as well. Um, so I, I, that's why one of the things I really liked about this film is because I feel like we we call we're catching Bruce in between the you know assuming that. These were all. If this was a shared universe, we're catching him in in that in between period, and and I just like to see that. I, 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 I we've never really seen that in live action before, so I really really grabbed onto that as far as seeing that evolution of him in, mm-hmm. in this film. Yeah, yeah. I well. I think the Batman evolved. I don't think Bruce Wayne evolved. Right. Right. Because, right. and it, they called it the Batman for a reason, yeah. which pisses me off when I've heard that about criticism. Well, we haven't really seen Bruce Wayne. And I'm like, well, duh. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they, they focused on one half of the persona. I, I <laughs> they're not going to do this, Will, but I think it would be really funny if the sequel's called Bruce Wayne. <laughs> really Bruce Wayne is the Batman. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, hats off to Pattinson. Like, mm. A, he just reminded me about how, why I have had a huge crush on this man for, like, since seeing him in Twilight. Mm. B, his acting. Oh, um, I, I was never upset about the casting. And for some reason, I knew he could do what I always love, which is when you can showcase emotions through your face and through your eyes mm-hmm. without any dialogue and there's a few scenes where he does that perfectly and body um, language yeah and because he doesn't even have that many lines yeah i feel like i feel like he like if you count up everybody else's lines in the movies it's probably the same as how many he has if not maybe 
maybe he has a few less um, because he's just he's silent and broody. I wouldn't call him emo. I don't think it's about this emo thing. I didn't get they didn't lend mm-hmm. heavily in that. I just he he just is a broken person. Yes. Who has has like hidden himself away and is a recluse and everything. Um, and it and it's interesting though how this this uh, whole movie is about the evolution of Batman, like from this symbol of vengeance, um, and then realizing no, I have to be a symbol of hope, mm-hmm. which is something that I feel like I called when we were talking about the trailers. I'm just saying, um, not surprised. But they they also in the background very subtly made nods about him not really not really understanding the Wayne legacy, mm-hmm. which to your point, he maybe we'll see n- not next movie if not by the end of it like that fully come full circle as well. Yeah, yeah, I liked. Yeah, that was that. You're, you're right. They definitely touched on that mega times and then also just from a story point of uh, the, the the Wayne good, making a good like head fake moment with with Thomas and um and his like legacy and this is the second film where this where we've had this this situation you know because in Joker um we had uh, a situation where Thomas was you know, not didn't seem to be all all the up and up, and then um, and even in the Nolan trilogy too. I mean, when you think about it, um, you know, the Thomas not being necessarily being a bad guy, but you know how the Waynes you know propped up Gotham, uh, you know, and, and in the Nolan trilogy it was like the infrastructure and the buildings and those kind of things, and and, and this film it was the you know the renewal program that uh you know that ended up being a slush fund for the criminal and criminal and corrupt politicians in 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 gotham but um but but also the the whole you know the whole story with with thomas trying to protect martha and in this case not martha kane but martha arkham which i liked that was another like twist that they did that i thought was 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 something i didn't see didn't didn't see coming with with them taking this you know into it into another universe uh as far as why um um you know why thomas did what he did and i, and I really liked how they like made the point that you know good people can sometimes make bad make bad decisions but that doesn't necessarily make them evil make them bad people Make, no, doesn't make well. They make good people can make bad decisions, but at the end of the day, they're still a good person. But you know, they no, just... no, 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 no. It sounded <laughs> never yeah. mind. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded like you said doesn't make them people, and I was like, yeah, bad. People. Yeah, bad people. Yeah, yeah, maybe the maybe the bad guy dropped. I understand. The, I yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see, I don't. I, I would say if you're gonna compare it to Joker, Joker did it better. Um. The head fake that is, I the head fake bothered me. I I actually thought it was clumsy because mm-hmm. I I feel like this movie spends a lot of time leaning in heavily into things, whether it is the noir noir aspect, whether it's the um, detective aspect. The we want to make a comic book movie that is reminiscent of Seven or Saw. I think more Saw, but. Um, but it for some reason it started going down that path and we even talked about that as being a potential likelihood based on the trailers mm-hmm. um and then they they went in and then they swerved and i'm like really you're gonna but that would be more interesting in the long run but i mean he made a mistake but it also he didn't really make a mistake <laughs> he made well, he... a half mistake like it it would have been one thing like like I don't know, it just felt like Alfred was still apologizing for something that, at the end of the day, he was also explaining to Bruce. Like he didn't do that; he semi did it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but he I don't did. Know. It yeah, but he did. It worked. I mean, he but he did do it. I mean, it wasn't like you know Bruce had this 
I mean, I think the point of that was to show Bruce that even the angels among us have to be very careful because you could easily go down a dark path. Yeah, but Bruce already knew that. I mean, based on his and a bunch of other stuff he did. Yeah, but no, but I think Bruce, I mean, I think Bruce has this, has, has this idea of his parents as infallible people. Mm-hmm. And why and, and 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 this you know and that's why he you know has that mantra at the beginning of this is about vengeance because I'm avenging their deaths because these evil bastards in Gotham took them down. Mm-hmm. So right. I mean, I, yeah, so I think that's why it was you know I think that scene with Alfred in the hospital was very important. And I'm not saying it wasn't important. I'm just saying that yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, what's another scene that we can debate that we probably have different? What are your thoughts on uh, Dano, Mr. Riddler? Oh, I, I, he, I, I, I loved the Riddler was was scary, creepy, you know, the way the film started, I think, really set the tone for me. Mm-hmm. Whenever he, whenever we first get him, you know, looking out and stalking the 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 mayor and, and stuff. Because at first I was like, is this is this Batman? And I realized like, oh no, it's not. But then, uh, so that really set the tone. And then all throughout uh, with the riddles and even like whenever they were at the church with the with the with the DA and. Uh, having the you know the live the the real time having to solve the riddles and stuff i mean it was you know again it was just like it was one of those things where you know you, you had to be thinking on your feet each time because um you, you just didn't know what was going to come next from him as far as uh as far as the riddles and and and, and piecing together um you know why his, his motivations for 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 doing what he did uh what was was I thought was a, a good storytelling point. Um, what about the the head fake of the Riddler not knowing who Batman is? I'm so glad they. Yeah. <laughs> At first, when I first when, it, when we first started going Bruce Wayne, I was like, I was like, oh no, they're not doing this. I was about to be that if they had gone it, put it this way, if they had revealed it, I would then that would this movie would have. I would not love this movie. <laughs> I mean, I was like, really? Right. Because it's only year two, damn it. Um, but uh, I, I thought that I thought that was effective. I I, I will say it, the I was more Pattinson in that scene to me gave me more intensity, gave, gave me the more I guess like vibe than than Dano did, as far right. as just like get eliciting some emotional response right. Dano to me was it was just like okay you just it's just like it, it kind of it did that one did fall a little flat for me i will have to say but i think pattinson's re- response to it is what 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 made that scene work yeah i i agree to an extent where i i felt like it was the way the whole scene played out with the dialogue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, it wasn't just that one scene. There was a lot of tease. Like a lot of viewers, a lot of audience members have had to be thinking, okay, okay. He clearly knows. I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're piecing things together just like the Batman and yeah. the Batman thinks he knew. So, yeah. Um, so going into that, and that's why there was so much dramatic tension coming from Pattinson, because it's like the you as a viewer are so supposed to be on the edge. Like, does he know? Yeah. How, and, and then more importantly, my mind is like, how is how is how are they going to get out of this? Like, what yeah. is he gonna do to get out of this? Like, I don't think that it's going to get revealed. I think like you can sum it up. The man's clearly insane and out of his mind, probably mm-hmm. dropping drops forever. Yeah. Um, but instead, they did that head fake, which a part of me, I'm like annoyed at because, again, it's another thing that was clearly set up. And by clearly set up, it pissed me off when 
we see all of these murders yeah. that the Riddler does. And it's like he's commit physically face-to-face -face committing the murders, except for Bruce Wayne, which he mails a package. I'm like, well, well, like. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it's opportunity. Yeah, but I guess he could have like, because even like in the church, maybe yeah, that was his intent. It, it was weird how, yeah. how yeah, dummy, this is the one that got away because you kept letting him get away. Get away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> had so many opportunities it's yeah. so weird so it just it stuck out to me as like i i don't i don't like the joke i wanted the joker to be more menacing in that but or not sorry not the joker i wanted the riddler to be more menacing but at the same time retrospectively if they really are using the riddler as being the through line big bad of this new trilogy Mm -hmm. then then it it helps his character because now in this first movie he was approaching the batman as someone to admire someone who he could be friends with someone who he's doing what the batman is doing we're yeah. allies yeah. but now he feels betrayed and now he also is gonna go down that path of the greatest Riddler, Riddler, Riddle of them all is who is the Batman. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and so I, I kind of appreciate that angle, even though I think it could have been executed better. Um, yeah. And just, I feel like in that third act, like I agree with you, he, he was menacing. He was really good. And then it's, Things fell apart, and they always fall apart for me in these movies with the third act. But, yeah. like, and it's not even Dano's performance necessarily. It's just the way the, the, the scenes that were shown from that point forward where I was like, okay, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the third act, I mean, yeah. I, again, I, I didn't, so I didn't, I didn't have too much of a fall off. Uh, you know where it where it fell into the traditional I guess su superhero film trope <laughs> with the with the the mass calamity and you know creation of no man's land and all that kind of stuff. I, I didn't it didn't it didn't I, I didn't have that um, because I think and again in in the context of the story that was being told it it, it we we needed to have it, it basically served as a very explosive MacGuffin to, to get Bruce to realize that I have to be a symbol for hope. Right. No, I I mean I don't get me wrong. I, I do think that out of all of the villain plans that we've seen, the Joker's plan overall was probably the best <laughs> I've seen in a long time. Um and he yeah. was big picture the whole entire time he um and it was and it was cool but there was just something about the how it played out every from the point of him getting arrested forward <laughs> how everything started to play out yeah. you <laughs> it was like we really don't want to make this a four-hour movie so we're gonna speed some things up slow some things down and then yeah. and make sure that we have a freaking long motor bicycle <laughs> We, like again speaking about things that can be cut like two minutes from that <laughs> <laughs> well no it's just all the things we saw in the trailer because you know, we saw like yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, well, yeah we we definitely got everything we saw in the trailer because that's not <laughs> in my mind i was like we haven't seen this scene yet they haven't said that line yet huh yeah yeah we got the bat and the cat <laughs> huh i wonder when we're gonna see this um but yeah so yeah, so I you know we can't we can't not talk about Colin Farrell. Okay. Uh, and of course, you know part of part of that is uh, one we did get confirmation that the Penguin series is going to be uh, is a go officially, and mm -hmm. um, and I I know and again we did get we did get a teaser. The, the car chase and stuff. I, I will say I love the bat the Batmobile on this. I, that was another thing that where I had some adrenaline pumping like moment where we where we first did get first get the uh, first look at the Batmobile in in this film. Uh, but I, what I, what I liked about with with the Penguin is it it 
Uh, obviously, beyond the tra fiscal transformation, we've already talked about that before. But it was more his providing the, the moments of humor in in this film because that was you know in the context of the of the humor that this that this darker film could have but i mean whenever I, the, the scene with me a couple scenes stand out with me was whenever they were when gordon and batman had captured had him and they were trying to decipher the uh who who's the rat mm -hmm. and 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 he and he was like, "Don't you guys know? Don't you new guys know Spanish? I mean, you're just supposed right. to be." Yeah, that that was one of my one of those moments where I did like laugh out loud in the in when I was watching watching the film and um, and then also just the um, how he you know, he was sort of Falcone's you know, guy that was just just waiting waiting for the right moment to uh, to ascend and, and then you know we and then we and then of course whenever the ruler did take him out uh he's like i didn't shoot him i didn't shoot him but then he of course saw the opportunity to now take to feel that that criminal element leadership in, in, in gotham yeah i everyone keeps saying this isn't an origin movie this isn't i'm like yeah it is it's it's just a different way to tell an origin story, mm -hmm. but still hitting on a lot of familiar. Like, no, we didn't see Bruce Wayne's parents die. It was talked a lot about. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> they about were, it. We, a lot. Yeah. It, it, um, the it, whole it, idea of who killed Bruce Wayne's parents is still a big mystery in Gotham. Yeah. Something yeah. that they're planting the seeds for. Um, and then just like with the Batman and what we're talking about, where how it started off as Benjus and then ended up with, no, I want to be a symbol for hope, or that's what this city needs. Mm -hmm. um, you you get that kind of, you get that whole arc too, where, where I think even the Riddler changes because it, he gets more and more crazy with every murder and yeah. falls down this pit of darkness as he he takes this route. You also have that with the penguin where he's just a stooge. And then now as, as what you just said, like the vacuum of power, which is perfect, which is like, we're not, we're not getting the penguin is the ruler of all of Gotham right away. No, we're getting his origin story too. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with Selena Kyle. Same thing with even Gordon. Like he's yeah. not commissioner yet. So, so th I think that that overall, this this is a movie that is is an origin story for Gotham. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how through through events that happened pre this movie before this movie um have have allowed these people to start making decisions that will eventually lead us to the gotham that we're well acquainted with yeah yeah it, to totally totally this this really yeah there were and i think matt reeves touched on that in a lot of his interviews that you know we're seeing the proto versions of catwoman and penguin and and, and others and of course you know we get the the end, uh, end scene there in, in Arkham with the unnamed Arkham prisoner. <laughs> and so, um, which again, will lead, I guess, you know, I think that also leads to the other spinoff that they're doing from this film, which is the, uh, I know originally it was going to be a Gotham PD so, show, but once they, once they really got into it and stuff, they couldn't really settle on having the corrupt, you know, telling the story, a prequel about the corruption of Gotham, but they're going oh. to... They tell the st prequel story about the corruption of Gotham. Like, the, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be so mad. They're not, not. They're they're not. They're actually moving away. They are going to now. It's going to focus more on Arkham and well, the asylum. I don't and, even want the prequel of Arkham. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, I think Arkham. I think they could probably not have to do that now. I mean, they could keep it in in the same time in the same no time frame as this. Like, no more prequels. Get yeah. through a trilogy before you do a prequel to a trilogy. I don't. Just yeah. let's move forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, mean, I will have to say the only I was mad when they teased the Joker. I was like, oh, okay, haha. <laughs> but then I found out who's playing that character, mm -hmm. and I know Matt Reese has said like 
kind of back and forth about who that who that is and everything. But the actor who plays it was my favorite actor in The Eternals. And so yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. But I also don't. I I just I, it, I it's. I, I and and I also even though I love the penguin in this movie, I do. I I love him and I can understand why they want to mine this well of money. Um I do, actually don't really want to see us um here. <laughs> you said the same no, thing about I, peacemaker. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I don't I don't want to see a series about him because I found his character to be more compelling in the context of this movie mm. because of how his arc ran together with Batman's. Like, I don't want a show just focused on Penguin without Batman. Like, yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I, well, I'm sure Batman will show up in it. I mean, it's only a limited series, and I mean, it'll probably be like a six or six, seven episode kind of thing, and so it may work. I, I I'm sure, like. What I'm saying is I don't want, <laughs> not yeah. like not gonna work. I just yeah. I don't really want to see it because I, I, I think there is, and what we've learned over the last few years is that there is a point where you get content overload, and mm. these characters and these versions, like however many versions there are, you just get exhausted. Yeah, yeah, and to your point about the Joker, that that's where I am with the Joker at this point. I'm, I, I mean, I know they teased it. But it will be actually refreshing that we, if we had a, a new trilogy where we are focusing on some of the other people from Batman's Rogues Gallery, and the Joker is out there, but he's not the focal point of the film. Yeah, I, I think that the why they keep going back to that well is because you, they keep wanting a grounded version of a superhero, and a lot of there are quite a number of the Rogues Gallery for Batman who are metahumans. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. so it's hard to keep things grounded so you want to focus on those street level if you will villains that mm -hmm. still and also i mean the joker and we've said this before the joker is just as big as of a draw if not more so than the batman is to the box office so yeah true true it's everybody always, always it's always about the box office and everybody who you know everybody wants to put their signature mark on that on that character but uh, um, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but like I said, I mean, I, you know, I, the other things, you know, obviously, I think before we close up a, a discussion about this is, um, um, you know, a lot of things, other things I really enjoyed about the film. Of course, the cinematography. I mean, Gotham itself felt like alive, sort of like as I, you know, Gotham as a character was was really at play here. It, it, you know, it didn't feel like it was just. Oh yeah, I can see that. This is, you know, we're in Pittsburgh or Chicago, like we did in Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, um, and and you know, like 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 it was with Gotham '89, uh, Batman '89, where I felt like the city itself was like a character, and and it, and and also like when the film first started, and like you know, the, you know, when Bruce is with the overlay of the of the um, you know, voiceover talking about coming out of the shadows and stuff and just the, the, the sheer, you know, it can't be everywhere and, and how that worked. And another thing I like too, and I had to think about, I thought about Batwoman actually while I was watching it is the journals. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, um, that, that was a nice, I, 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 I thought about Batwoman and how, how those journals, uh, while he, he, he was keeping track of like, his his adventures as the dark knight and and you know again just this rich universe that um e even in other live action um spinoffs and and, and inspire inspire stories um you know we we have that so um mm -hmm. that was that was a nice nice little touch that um i took away from the film as well I would have liked the journals more had I not just watched two seasons of Batwoman doing or three seasons of Batwoman doing journaling. <laughs> I'm just it was people were saying, yeah, and and the fact that they incorporated journaling, I'm like, do you watch Batwoman? They've been doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you yeah. Have. yeah. So it's it's not I guess it it didn't seem as original to me. <laughs> no, like, oh my uh, yeah. god. 
Yeah, it wasn't so much it was an original thing. It was just one of those. It was like you know, it was a nice little 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 hat tip, I guess. Yeah, I I think I I think again, it just leaves it. The reason why they did it is because they wanted to go noir, and that's a mm. having the voiceover is very noir concept yeah. to include. Yeah. So it just it delved into that. Um, I will say, Matt Reeves, when he's done making comic book movies, um, he needs to do a horror movie. I will not watch it, but <laughs> if this movie proved to me anything, is that Matt Reeves has an eye for and a and a way to build suspense and tension that mm-hmm. is very scary without actually showing blood shed or or the gore or the guts like but still you're terrified um yeah. and on the edge of your seat and the way he did that through at least two thirds of this movie was beautiful and I think he could very well execute a horror movie um in a way that is very tasteful so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you're out there. Yep. Again, will not watch it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. think he should. All right. Well, I think that is it for it for us tonight. Um, will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Will M Polk W I L L M P O L K. And you can follow me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Find us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. Bye.